Devon Review with Brad Hardware. Welcome along to our look back of all the biggest stories from the past week. I'm Brad Hardware and here's what's coming up. It's been announced that £100,000 is to be spent on new traffic slowing measures in Kings Kurzweil. The scheme would see so-called gateways introduced into the 20 mile an hour sections. Our reporter will have more about the plans. A sharp increase in far-right extremism is now a bigger threat than religious extremism. That's according to the UK's counter-terrorist agencies. There's been cause for concern in Ivy Bridge since neo-Nazi symbols have been appearing. We'll look deeper into the issue. There's been strong debate recently around the stories that water companies have been dumping raw sewage into the country's waters. We'll have a look at how much is going into Devon's waters. And we'll also be taking a look back at the weekend sports fixtures. All that and more coming up. Devon Review with Brad Hardware. Well, we'll start with some of the biggest stories from the past week, where in Exeter a new eco-housing development could be built at Stoke Hill. In Kings Kurzweil, £100,000 is to be spent on traffic calming measures, and in Ivybridge, residents have criticised rules, which means they can only use their nearest recycling centre if they drive. Our reporter, Ollie Heptonstall, has more. We'll start in Exeter, where a new eco-housing development with up to 150 homes and described as green and leafy could be built at Stoke Hill in Exeter. If plans are approved, Parkland Valley Village would be built on green fields next to Mincing Lake Valley Park, featuring so-called community infrastructure, including a farm shop cafe, orchards and renewable energy production. The developer says almost half of the 10-hectare site will be set aside for open space, while new pedestrian and cycle routes to Exeter are also proposed. However, all but three of the 90 public comments on it are in objection. One resident said Exeter has sufficient brownfield sites to avoid destroying greenfield areas. The City Council's planning committee will decide on the application at a later date. £100,000 is to be spent on new traffic slowing measures along the main road through Kings Kurzweil in South Devon. The road was the primary route between Newton Abbott and Tor Bay until the opening of the South Devon Link Road in 2015, and traffic has since fallen by around 80%. But because it used to be a key road, it's much wider than a typical village one, and many vehicles are still going too fast. The new scheme will see so-called gateways introduced along the 20 mile an hour section to work on a give and take basis along with traffic cushions. They're a bit like speed bumps but don't go fully across the whole road. Contrasting coloured surfacing will also be added to the 30 mile an hour section to increase awareness. A councillor said the measures were much needed to reduce speeds, particularly as so many children in the village walk along the road to the nearby school. And finally, residents in Ivybridge have criticised rules which mean they can only use their nearest recycling centre if they drive. Some people living near the centre on Ermington Road say they want to take their waste and recycling there on foot, but have been refused entry. Devon County Council, which runs the site, says because it doesn't have a dedicated pedestrian footpath, it's not safe due to the number of vehicles and lorries using it each day. It comes as garden waste collections in the area were suspended in August and residents have been told they're not going to be restored until at least the spring. Many people have therefore been trying to take the waste to the centre on foot. Ollie Heptonstall ending that report. Sport on the Devon Review. Here's Paul Nero with a roundup. In football this week, both Plymouth Argyle and Exeter City drew their respective FA Cup first round matches. 
Plymouth's game at Sheffield Wednesday was goalless. Exeter finished one all at Bradford. Both teams now have home replays on Tuesday next week. In the meantime, Exeter hosts two games at home midweek against Bristol Rovers and then on Saturday when Oldham make the journey to St James Park, Plymouth play Accrington Stanley in League One at the weekend. Torquay didn't make it to the main FA Cup draw, so after a week off should come refreshed to the National League match against Dover at Playmore on Saturday. Rugby Exeter Chiefs stumbled again this week with Newcastle getting their first Premiership win at Sandy Park. The Chiefs came out with a losing bonus point though and despite the 15-14 loss actually moved up a place in the table. Plymouth Albion didn't play this weekend. Sport on the Devon Review. Now, the Conservative MP for North Devon, Selene Saxby, has been defending her controversial decision to vote down an amendment to the Environment Bill, which was calling for the progressive reduction of sewage in the UK's waters. MPs in the House of Commons voted towards the end of October to remove a part of an amendment to the Environment Bill by the House of Lords, which called on water companies to take all reasonable steps to ensure untreated sewage is not discharged from storm overflows. Miss Saxby, like her government, did not support the measure. Joe Ives has more. That could be the sound of the latest tributary to Devon's waterways. You'll have seen furious debate recently around the stories that water companies have been dumping raw sewage into the UK's waters. Southwest Water has been facing criticism for carrying out 42,000 raw sewage discharges in the southwest in 2020. One sewer storm overflow in Ilfracroom spilt out raw sewage for the equivalent of 94 days. Another in Biddeford spilt 326 times for the equivalent of 76 days, whilst two in Barnstable dumped raw sewage for the combined equivalent of 186 days. These are just some of the raw sewage dumps recorded by conservation group the Rivers Trust. Despite this, North Devon's MP, Slane Saxby, was one of 268 MPs to vote against an amendment of the Environment Bill recently, calling for a progressive reduction in sewage being released into UK waters. She says she agrees with the aim of ending these raw sewage dumps but said the amendment was not practical. No, I don't think it's okay at all and that's why we are trying to tackle it and water companies should have started tackling this already but I think there's a real need to understand the practicalities of this that our sewage system dates back to Victorian times um, and trying to sort it all out in sort of six weeks isn't going to happen. If we didn't have the storm overflows when the rain happened as it does so often with more extreme weather events it would back up through our toilets. That's the alternative at the present time. If it's not released somewhere, it will flood people's homes and come straight up through their toilets. So I think it's about how do we find an actionable plan? I have personally already written to um, my local water company to say what on earth are you doing to tackle this? Because I am aware of the strength of feeling on the matter. Devon Review with Brad Hardware. Now, the past few years has seen a sharp increase in far-right extremism in the UK, with counter-terrorist agencies saying it's now a bigger issue than religious extremism. So when the neo-Nazi symbols began appearing in the small Devon town of Ivybridge, it caused alarm. One young resident decided it shouldn't be ignored and took to social media to raise awareness. Our reporter Philip Sherm walked around Ivy Bridge Town Centre with him. Hi, my name's Tom Hughes. I'm a musician and a music tech, technical crew, whatever you want to call it, and I'm here to talk about racism and graffiti. Here we are on the main street in Ivy Bridge now. A week ago, what did you start to notice? Um, I saw a couple of swastikas around the place or in different places, and that's all I saw, but then a few days after that, because of what people had told me, I saw some other things, specifically anti-black graffiti. OK, we've just passed the Lloyds Bank cash point. That was one of the areas that did have one of the swastikas on it. That's now yeah. been removed. If we just walk around the corner... So that one was... That one was... I pr- pretty much i am sure it was done at the same time as the one on the wall behind it. There's also another one there. I've just noticed I haven't seen that before, which also hasn't been taken down. Oh, yeah, so there was one on the actual um, electric <laughs> yeah. box here, oh, and there's I, another... I've never actually seen that one before. 
how did it make you personally feel? Dude, it took me by surprise. I was, I was with my friend that night. It was Halloween night. And you kind of, you don't expect to see that stuff. I've not seen too much of it, if at all, any of it around here. And then I went into village the next day. I went to go shopping. And they were still there. And then that's when I was a bit concerned. I was like, why haven't these been removed? There's other graffiti, not like this, but other graffiti that's been removed after, you know, like the very the morning after it's been done. And this is what is representing what I perceive to be far-right extremism, and it's still here. Do you think this is demonstrative in any way of a rise of right-wing extremism, or do you think it is just kids messing about? I mean, as I'm asking you that question, we're looking now at another one, two, three, four, five swastikas drawn on the other side of the wall yeah. amidst other kind of same graffiti. Colour, um, same colour spray paint as well, so and, and the exact same logo, so they were clearly done at the same time. I'd like to think that it's kids messing around, but my, my great-aunt, who's Jewish, described it very well. She said it's what we call ethnic memory. And it's once something has happened to any group of people, any reminder of it is enough to upset us. When you flagged this up, you flagged it up on a couple of platforms, social media and other places. What sort of reaction did you get? A few of the comments, I'm going to get these ones out of the way, a few of them were in complete agreement with me they were like yes that's disgusting that shouldn't be there that very clearly represents a far right symbol a lot of people said why don't you clean it I don't think they really thought about the fact that Jewish kid cleaning swastika doesn't really work I mean maybe there are Jews that would happily do that I'm not one of them Obviously, some of these swastikas were in the same area. There was a cluster of them here, but there's some just down the road as well. Yeah, it's, Do you think you it's, could, it's uh, mostly anti-black graffiti, but there are a couple of swastikas okay. with that. Okay, can we have a look at that? We sure can. Thank you. That's, yeah. that's okay. Fine. okay, so we're just actually going into... It's a, it's a road bridge that goes over the river, and uh, on the bridge itself, there's another swastika, and there is one just on the wall. And clearly, although I'm not going to read them out on here, the language that is being used is very clearly racist. There's, there's the N-word over there, yeah. right, just on the wall. It's, it doesn't look like it's completed, but it's still there, and with all this other stuff, it's very easy to tell what it is and what it says. And yeah, again, swastikas... There's the obvious anti-Jewish symbolism here, Yeah. but here, under this bridge, it's more than that. It's targeting other groups this as is, well. This is, this is very much targeted at black people. Very much targeted at black people. Um... I don't know what they're feeling, but, but this bothers me, this disturbs me. OK, we're walking back to where the main street is now, and um, we don't know who's done it, mm. and let's just say that they get caught and found out. What, yeah. what would you want to see happen to them? A lot of people who are anti-Nazi ideology, they say, oh, punch a Nazi, kill a Nazi, all this kind of stuff. I rather weirdly say hug a Nazi, because these people, they need love. Um, a lot of these people, if you just throw them in jail and if you forget about them and if they just receive hate their whole lives, what they've done, that's not going to remove the hatred itself. The hate stays there. Tom Hughes talking to our reporter, Philip Cherm. Well, we contacted Ivy Briggs Town Council and South Ham's Council about the issue and they say they take all graffiti seriously but are appalled by the racist nature of this. They encourage people to report incidents and will take action wherever possible. Well, some of the symbols are on Devon County Council property and the authority says it's dealing with it as soon as possible. That's all for the Devon Review this week. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and we'll be back with another episode next Monday. Take care. Devon Review with Brad Hardware.